Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Wednesday, January the 24th. A few changes occurred overnight, which are worthy of note. First of all, in the U.S., the 0Z GFS model run was too cold for eastern Canada and the northeastern one-third of the U.S., and also it was too wet as a result of that across parts of the Great Plains. In fact, a rather significant amount of snow was advertised, and that's not going to verify. The model, the 6Z run, corrected this and is a much more reasonable solution. So if you're looking at the models out there this morning, it's the 6Z GFS that's preferred over the 0Z. Uh, also, in the second week of the forecast for the U.S., we do see a notable change here towards a wetter scenario for the western parts of the country, especially the southwest, though. This would uh, be the result of maybe a new period of active weather coming in that would bring moisture to Mexico, the southwestern part of the United States, and eventually across the U.S. Central and Southern Plain. Some of this wetter bias may work its way into the eastern parts of the U.S., but it would be most likely in week three of the outlook. The forecast in South America today uh, continues to show a restricted amount of precipitation for Argentina, at least out through day 10. The model was suggesting, or the models in general were suggesting, days 11 through 15 may be pick up a little bit of, of shower and thunderstorm activity, but early indications are advertising that most of this precipitation will be erratic and light. The GFS Ensemble, which was predicting above normal rainfall for parts of Argentina in the end of week two, going into week three yesterday, has backed off on the precipitation and now looks like it won't be quite as significant. So we'll have to continue to watch this trend. And it looks like, uh, in addition to all of that, uh, the uh, European model has reduced precipitation in Mato Grosso de Sol, southern Mato Grosso, and parts of Sao Paulo, and that is all relative uh, to that of yesterday's forecast in days 8 through 10. So the uh, region is seeing less precipitation in that particular region. Is it a big concern? Probably not, because I think rain will probably develop again as we get beyond day 10. And there's good subsoil moisture in this region, so we shouldn't get overly excited about the drier bias. But the Precipitation will be below normal from Sao Paulo to southwestern Mato Grosso, including all of Mato Grosso to Sul and southern Goiás, uh, during a, a fair amount of the coming uh, week to 10-day period. In addition to all of that, it's still going to rain heavily across parts of northern Brazil from Bahia and northern Minas Gerais into Tocantins. These areas are likely to see substantial amounts of moisture as time moves along, and uh, we'll probably see some areas getting too wet, maybe a little bit of localized flooding, but most of that occurs in the first week of the outlook. The second week starts breaking up some of that heavier rainfall. And we're expecting also in the North American continent, just to go back there for just a moment, uh, we're expecting temperatures to be way above normal as we go forward through the end of this week, and especially into next week. The weekend and next week will be the warmest period, uh, at least relative to normal. And we will look for some cooling to take place in the western part of North America as we move into the latter part of the second week of the outlook especially when all that rain starts to develop. We'll see some significant mountain snows occurring. You know, that stormy weather pattern that we were talking about yesterday for the U.S. Delta and Tennessee River Basin, the southeastern states is still in place. The latest data does show that already in the last uh, 36 hours or so, we've seen substantial rains occur from eastern Texas uh, into parts of Arkansas with 2 to 5 inches in general. Some local totals over 6 inches are being noted. Uh, those are greatest in eastern parts of Texas.
tropical cyclone Kareli is expected to go ahead and move into northeastern Australia near Townsville City, Queensland. This is on a path that's a little bit more to the northwest uh, relative to yesterday's forecast. The storm is going to come inland. It will not make it as a tropical cyclone, at, or I shouldn't, it's not going to come inland as a hurricane equivalent storm. That's what I'm trying to say. The storm is going to come in as a tropical storm and will likely produce some heavy rain and some windy conditions, but damage potential for sure cane is low. The storm's remnants will bring beneficial moisture into Queensland's uh, major grain, oilseed, and cotton producing areas. It'll all be beneficial though. There should not be any reason for concern about damaging conditions in those areas. China's greatest rain will be concentrated in the southeastern corner of the country over the first week of the outlook. This is mostly south of the Yangtze River. In week two, some of the precipitation will advance into east-central parts of China between the Yangtze and Yellow Rivers. Now, China's weather continues to look very good. We're expecting to see waves of snow continuing across parts of the western CIS, keeping flood potentials for the spring very high there. The majority of that region has plenty of snow on the ground already, especially north of Ukraine and north of Russia's southern region. These areas have well above normal snow depths for this time of the year. In Europe, we're still expecting a ridge of high pressure over west-central and southwestern parts of the continent that's going to stifle precipitation for many areas from France and even the southern parts of the UK, but from France primarily down into Spain, Portugal, and Italy, even North Africa. All of these areas will be dry bias for at least the next 10 days. And it looks like the bulk of India is still advertised to be dry over the next 10 days as well, and rain is needed there to support reproduction, which will occur next month. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.